1: Don't miss out. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com to schedule your free in-home estimate. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered.
0: This episode of BGN Radio is brought to you by Clip It, the hottest app that is out there. Watch TV, make clips, and share. For more information, check them out at ClipIt.TV or check them on Twitter at Clip it TV. You're listening to BGN Radio. Up here, Mike, it looks, it looks inches short. They stretch the chain. Uh-oh. It's short! They held! They held! There's a timeout on the field at the score. The birds 18, the Vikings three. Oh, what's going on? leading green nation. Finally, we get uh, we get a little enthusiasm in this building. We're recording live at the WIP studios, and uh, man, I can't tell you how good it feels. as sloppy as awful as that first half was, where uh, I don't know they were trying to act like it was a Big Ten game. They they really wanted to punt. Nobody really wanted to score. Everybody was turning over the ball. It doesn't matter. The birds are four and two heading into Dallas week. James Elzer, Adam Herman, all hanging out uh, in the in studio. Adam, what's going on, buddy? How are you feeling? I'm feeling a lot better than I was seven days ago.
1: <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, James, I mean, uh, you, you, uh, you got the bird's eye view to say because, you know, we were kind of just bouncing back and forth today. But what uh, first impressions overall?
1: Well, I'm guessing there's going to be a lot less cursing in this podcast than the last two. <laughs> there, might be some, <laughs> there might be some
0: earmuffs. Fuck yes. But uh, <laughs> um, probably probably no fuck use to yeah, that. Yeah, John,
1: here's my first takeaway is um, you know, the whole Spider Man thing with great power become comes great responsibility. You and I have found a real sweet spot here with with uh, yes. calling these Eagles games, so I think we're almost forced to use this power for good and just pick against them for the rest of the season because yeah. because we've been just off on every single game. It's terrific. What? Who? Real quick. See, sandwiching wins against the Steelers and the Vikings with losses in between with Detroit and Washington. Who saw that coming? Everybody did.
0: Everybody <laughs> did. You know what's funny too? And Adam and I were talking about this on the way up. Is now suddenly after this winter, look, we're we'll, we'll we'll break it down. We'll get into a a bunch of different things because it was a it's a weird it was a weird game it was a really weird game but now everybody seems to including Dallas fans including a lot of folks I think Skip Bayless kind of you know did his thing again now the now the Vikings are overrated now it's now it's you know it's really nothing you forget what the defense did forget what Jim Schwartz did against Sam Bradford who coming into this whether you like it or not was playing really really well and suddenly he looks like Old school Sam Bradford with a bunch of pressure and short of the sticks and drop passes and all that stuff. He He,
2: he looked like everything we were scared of from Sam Bradford when he was an eagle. You know, he looked like everything you never wanted to see, but you always did in the link. Um, I think Sam is who he is. You know, those first five games were the best we were ever going to see from him, and today was what we thought we were going to see from him because he played a really good defense, almost as good as, if not as good as his own defense today. I think they
0: were right along there with them. Yeah. Jim Schwartz, um, you know, called a hell of a game against those guys and look, I understand that it's Minnesota's offense and you know, they, they kind of, they're just whatever kind of a middle of the road team and the, uh, but you know, they still clamped down on some shots. I mean, having a, having an interception in the red zone was, was huge. Brandon Graham, I mean, both tackles actually, Vinnie Curry too. I mean, they—that's—that's that's what happens when you when you put a uh, two real man against two people that probably shouldn't be t- playing left or right tackle, and you finally saw that show up. Fletcher Cox, like everything that we had criticized the past two weeks about this defensive line, they really came out to play.
1: Today. Yeah, I, first and foremost, I'm just excited that the Jim Schwartz head coach 2017 campaign is back on track. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm <laughs> get, get it, him out of here. Big news there, but yeah, man. Look, we we talked about it on the preview show, and also you and John talked about it, and of course we talked about it. Here at WIP on Saturday, uh, the D line needed to show up, and we were worried with Benny Logan out that they would. And and man, they they stepped up big. How about Connor Barwin showing up and making yeah, some man. plays, man? He's alive. It was we uh, all week. We're like, all right, less snaps. This is a good thing, yes, and look good. And and he really made a couple plays. It looked like everyone contributed. It was one of those those games where you know everyone's in on tackles, everyone's streaking to the ball. And I tweeted this. Can can we start talking about how good Rodney McLeod is? Yeah, That guy just makes plays every single week, and he's got a great attitude. He's always fiery. It seems like he's always locked in. I'm excited about the defense again, man. After after two weeks where I thought I would be, you know, wanting to kill myself with this defense, and it's exciting to see them play up to that potential.
0: Also, dresses really well. want to point that That's out. That's yeah, huge. Cool oh, style. and
1: Jordan Hicks, too. Can we give him some props? Yeah, well, man,
0: he just all over the place today. Uh, just the, Yeah, what he was in everybody's face. You know, I mean, like, you know, those times where Sam Bradford's scrambling, he's his uh, no thank you sir you can sit yeah. down and throw that ball away yeah I mean he and was, got fiery uh, too uh, which was
1: fun because yeah. normally he's a reserve kind of guy on the field there which,
0: which there was I uh, I don't know coming into it it's, it's like I, I mean I don't think that's the one guy that has always been really solid mm-hmm. in and out each week along with Brandon Graham and yep I don't know what everybody else was looking at but I, I mean either. like it's just like yes <laughs> yeah. this is what he does this is uh, you know there is the he's not small to play middle linebacker when oddly enough speaking of that you didn't really hear Michael Kendricks getting called in a in a bad way this week. He so, made a couple a plays too. Ooh, yeah, and, and on that, we saw that
1: blitz that we sack, talked about. Oh well,
0: yeah, on the, on, the, on the strip sack from McCloud, like he was in there, he was yeah. kind of doing his thing. That's
2: well, so the thing with Jordan Hicks is you don't need him to be making seven interceptions a game. That's not his game. His game is to be a rock. That's like that's where you put him in the middle and you let him do his thing, and that's what he's been doing. And today he just happened to make a couple big plays, and people thought, oh, he's back. He never left. And also, can we talk about how Marcus Smith isn't awful anymore? Hey, <laughs> yeah. he is a football player who I kind of like. Let's away. with He let's, uh, made he made like a like play him. or two. I kind of like Marcus Smith. That is a it's a storyline. You know, <laughs> last
1: last week, <laughs> just, just, last everyone's <laughs> clamoring for <laughs> the Marcus Smith storyline. You can't get
2: enough storylines with <laughs> Jim Schwartz's defense.
1: Like, last week, he forces
2: Kirk Cousins' face all up in his face. The force of the interception. This week, I don't know. If, I don't know who saw it, but. There was a play where Vikings almost busted like a forty-yard touchdown. He gets off his blocker and brings him down, and Vio makes the tackle. Yep. that is a huge play. If yeah. the Vikings score there, it's a whole different game. Marcus Smith is like a person. Ooh, he's. I think. Well, hold on. Is it
1: possible that that Adams Marcus Smith love now exceeds BLG's Leotis McKelvin love? It, it probably does. I also like way. Leotis McKelvin. Feeling that way.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, and, uh, and, and to that, I mean, like there is. Yeah, it's interesting that Marcus like he is. I think he's becoming the way I defend Nelson Aguilar, as to you know, he's kind of starting to step up with with Marcus Smith, who again, you know, and that's a, we won't criticize too much, but in wide receivers, kind of non-existent yeah. again today. It's just thirteen ugh, though. Thirteen
1: just, showed up in other phases of the game. How about gonna, that?
0: Yeah, and uh, and that's what got everything jump started. And I missed it because I went up to go pee, and then oh, the next oh, thing you know, no, he's timing. streaking down eighty-nine yards. For a touchdown. And that's, and not only that, was it, well, and that was the the quote from him today was awesome. It was just like, when did, at what point during the kick return did you know that you were going to run that back for a touchdown? It was like, as soon as it kicked off. Ha! Yep. That's when I knew it was going to kick So I thought yep. that was pretty. And then the big balls, there was a penalty yes, running into big the kicker. Balls. Oh, man. Anytime that an NFL team gives you the ball at the one, you go for two. That's what Doug did. I think it was uh, another impressive kind of game for him to kind of, you know, I'm not saying that overall that the offense did great things, especially in the first half, but he managed a something out of this offense against a really good defense. Today.
1: Yeah, I think Doug Peterson gets a ton of credit. He outcoached Mike Zimmer big time, and we've talked about how big of fans we are of Mike Zimmer. Peter, especially you want to talk about balls, the fourth down call, big balls, going for it again on four. I mean, and then I loved how he. it seemed like he would take advantage of when Zimmer would make a mistake, he took advantage. And even though it didn't work out, I loved the end of the half Going for that field goal, I'm like, he's got 15 seconds, take another shot. Zimmer Ice is the kicker. He's like, you know what, screw you, I'm going to go for it. It (laughs) didn't work, but I like that mentality. I thought that mentality was there all game, and then, like you said, he did a really great job grinding it out, coaching the end of that game, keeping Wentz just, you know, focused and managing the football game. I think they, you guys were in the press box, but listening, Aaron Andrews, I believe, whoever it was covering the sideline at halftime, said that Peterson had said to Wentz at halftime, this is about you managing the game, yep. you know, play smart, don't make mistakes mm-hmm. and and that's
0: great coaching, man. And that's the and you saw that completely flipped in the second half. It looks at you know, obviously the when when Wentz is throwing into triple, triple coverage and I even tweeted that. I was like, okay, you know, that's 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 a rookie mistake. Yes, that's we when saw the rookie started coming back. Pick out there, and it's again, we got lucky;
1: it didn't kill him today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Every turnover, I mean, except for I guess the Matthews one at the end that led to the meaningless touchdown. I don't think any of the other three turnovers hurt the Eagles, whereas obviously the Minnesota
0: turnovers had a, had a real effect. And what I mean. we ended up with, did we end up with four, eight, four, eight, yeah. Eight Both, Both teams entirety? had no yep. one won the turnover battle, yeah. kind board. of. <laughs> and that's, that's when the the game starts, You're just like oh my god, five
1: the D- in the first quarter, man.
0: DGB drops the ball. Okay, Bradford comes out. You boo him. Like they drive down, interception in the end zone. Then it's a, right back. It's an inter- Back to
1: there It was just five like, In oh, five straight five, drives yeah, it was te- Well it was like A little over ten minutes Of game time Ridiculous. Five turnovers
0: There was no offensive scoring Until the third quarter Yeah It was 11 point. to three yeah. Like you're just oh, sitting Oh like,
1: another factoid You guys might not Because not in the The first time In the history Of the NFL That a game went to Halftime at 11 to three <laughs> hey. How about that oh, wow That was the history Well it's funny too That it ends up A 21 to 10 game Or whatever And it doesn't get there Yeah exactly
0: yeah, but that second half—I mean, that's when it—that's uh, when it got going. You know, you have the Eagles' defense comes out there again. They sack they sack Bradford twice, and then they engineer a nine-play, seventy-seven-yard drive. That's—I mean, like just that like you said, it. as soon as you flip that, and they really went back to the running game there, which I was—I was surprised to see they—they they decided to kind of run at him most of the time there, even though. Not a ton of success, obviously. That's going there. I didn't expect them to run through that middle of the the, the Vikings defense at all.
2: Yeah, I was uh, I was also pretty surprised. But it's, it goes back to what you said about Doug kind of just wanting to you know ease into the second half, especially when Wentz comes out and does what he did in the first quarter, which was terrifying. Um, to be able to run with a guy like Ryan Matthews when he's not you know having the kind of year you're hoping for. And I, what I really liked about today was the way they worked Carson into the run game just a couple times. Mm-hmm. You know, he said he was going to do it as the season went on, and, you know, maybe he was just bluffing, but he really did it. He really—especially the fourth down where Carson—I think he was going to run it anyway, but after the fumble yes. snap, he picks it up and I goes around the left end. I don't know if he was going end. to
1: or not. It looked, at least from my vantage point, that, that it was going to be a running play. And he, and it he-, was a, he, he said it was a designed
2: run-play option, so he could have run it, sure. but once he fumbled it— I. I want to get Carson Wentz on the move as much as possible. He's such a threat.
1: Yeah, not yep. just that. Can I jump in here? Also, I, I was—I just wrote this down because it seems in general that Wentz is is just terrific when everything breaks down. I mean, obviously, that play to yeah. Scrolls was the best play of the day. And just when, you know, for lack of a better phrase, when everything goes to shit, Wentz seems to really rise. I mean, his instincts are just outstanding and his ability to, to – be composed when everything's falling out down around him is one of the more impressive things that we've seen from him
0: and that's what's crazy to me too because if he's really good at that like you've seen you've seen highlight real type of stuff even though the stat lines are miserable and it was against uh, <laughs> today and like it wasn't a great game for him like he didn't he didn't play that well but when plays break down if he's already doing that now yes. and then he gets yeah. his nfl legs underneath him like hey I understand it's really tough for a rookie to kind of do those types of things against a, against <laughs> yes. a Vikings defense. Against like any defense. It's incredibly yeah. hard. It's the best defense in the NFL. That does not take away – this loss does, for the Vikings does not take that away. They're still an incredible, an incredible team. I don't want to hear one second – that this is overrated and they should have gone. There's a trap game and coming off the bye. It's all bullshit. It's all All, all that's crap. That's a good defense. Yeah. The, the thing they that we've the thing that we are, tried to figure out this entire time, or who are the Eagles, what do they do, is it this, is it that, it's plain and simple. It It's the same thing that we thought of going into the offseason. If the defense plays well, they win. Yep. That is it. We knew that there was going to be offensive struggles here. There's... I I don't I don't know. Jordan Matthews was completely invisible today, and so is Nelson Aguilar. But we knew that going in because you have Xavier Rhodes, you have a lot of good corners yep. that go if it gets there. So they got everybody else involved. I was surprised that they didn't do any hurry up. I was surprised that they just kept the tempo nice and slow that, yeah. and and just kind of nowhere just methodical drives. But the dink and dunk was definitely there. And it's just honestly, this goes to the defense, and I think it goes to peterson here i mean that's it that's it that's that's who won the football game today i think that's what doug
2: did really well after carson's second interception is he came out and i'm pretty sure the first three plays at least the first two were just quick outs just quick outs to the right side of the field you have to get carson back into his groove because doug realized very early on as we all did jim schwartz's defense came to play today and when jim schwartz's defense comes to play you don't need to do very much all you need to do is sit there let them do their thing Maybe they'll score. They're definitely not going to let the other team score. If you can get a couple field goals, maybe a touchdown, you're probably going to win that game. And I think Doug did that really well, especially when it seemed like Carson was pressing early. He even admitted as much. He was pressing. He wanted to make those big plays. So Doug kind of reined him in and said, "Let Jim win this. Do that. Yeah, Yeah,
0: just let Jim win the game. And honestly, have him do that for the rest of the season. That's I mean, like you're going into Dallas. You're gonna. There's gonna be times next week when they'll probably be behind. Where there probably makes a, you know, Dallas' offense will make a couple of big plays. Calm down, just do your thing. And that's what's happened. That's what w- has worked in every single one of their wins. The moment that it's just calm, you're just going to do these things, even if you, it doesn't matter, th- short of the sticks, whatever you want, get to the next series, get to the next play, and, and you'll win this football game. Yeah,
1: I think we're seeing what type of team this Eagles team can be and wants to be when. Things are going well. They're a team, it's a time of possession team. It's like, you know, run, uh, you know, you wouldn't think, but it is. It's a time (laughs) of possession. It's run the football. It's short drive. I mean, long drives, short completions. First down, first down, and then get a lead for this defense and let them go. Pin their ears back and go get these guys. That's the formula for this team, and it doesn't matter who the opponent is. The good thing about a team like the Vikings is they can't come back. You know, as we saw in yeah. that situation, it really plays well to those Schwartz, you know, tendencies and and the strengths of the defense. What'll be more interesting is is when we get in a situation where they do have that lead and and you wonder if they're going to allow a team that can actually move the football a little bit better. Uh, to come back, but a- until then, I think that this is easily the key and the formula for them moving forward to continue this this style of play.
0: Uh, and you also saw, I mean, like there was there was a lot of injuries again today. The Vikings Vikings had some uh, as well. Uh, yeah, Sandejo went, down. Sandejo went out. That's right. Yeah. Ron Brooks was carted off the field. Yep. So that's and that, that looked bad. That was yeah, there
1: any bad. sort of? You guys were down there. Was there any sort of update other than you know out with an e or something like I, that?
0: I'm, I'm pretty sure. Again, you know we don't we don't have the exact updates. I'm pretty sure that's going to be an ACL. Yeah. It looked bad. Uh, that's based on it the face the and, cast, and the, 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 the cast. There. Yeah, it was my thought too. So yeah, I mean that's that's it's going a to be. Um, that's going to be pretty bad moving forward with the depth there. Uh, Mills not to be worried about. I think that ended up just being cramps or something. Yeah, like he that. Is fine. Jason Peters goes down. Matt Tobin from the University of Iowa comes <laughs> yeah. out. Uh, you know, screwed up at 1st not de- get de- de- into- No, no, definitely screwed up at first. More interesting than that is where you had you had Wisniewski yeah. kind of, uh, kind of come out there. You know, during, uh, again, you know, Brandon Brooks goes down for a couple of plays. That I, I was laughing because I was like, man, how awkward is this huddle? Just and hanging Big out. Big and Wiz oh, just hanging out next yeah. to another. But uh, I, I thought, I honestly thought, I know it's just a couple of a couple of plays there. I thought they held together pretty well. Offensive line, actually, as a whole, even with the mismatch, uh, you know, kind of going back and forth there. And, and credit, card, I mean, like we, mm-hmm. everybody in the city absolutely killed Halapuli. But uh, he held
2: up really yeah. well today.
0: He, he really did.
2: He really did. And Doug even admitted as much after the game. He said, we gave him less help this week than we did last week. And he said, maybe we should have given him a little more. But the game plan, the way, as Chip would say, expressed itself. <laughs> it's just they didn't give him as much, nearly as much help as they did last week. And I, after the first drive, I never caught myself looking at him as the reason for a failed play. The, uh, he had a penalty and he had one bad protection on the first drive that I remember. But... He never really shot them in the foot the way he did last week. And just week to week, that's crazy, crazy to see him just leap that much because he was awful last week. And this week, I mean, he wasn't incredible. He's not a pro bowler, but he was very serviceable, which
1: is all they need. Yeah, and I think the fact that they ran the ball so, I mean, he looked really comfortable in run blocking, at least to me. I didn't see the All-22 or anything, but he looked comfortable. It looked to, like, seemed to get him in more of a flow, whereas obviously last week really struggled to move the ball on the ground and really didn't, attempt to, to focus on the run game nearly as much so i think that was something else that had helped him get more comfortable and and get in the flow of the game and, and ultimately help his
0: performance and credit to uh to jason kelsey too i mean like obviously all these guys had some slip-ups the snaps that was the weird snap- that kind of like off a little bit on those yeah the, the snaps were a little weird now, honestly i know carson wentz addressed it too but there was a lot of just miscommunication between the handoffs between him and sproles and yeah yeah a couple you other that things too. that were going on there so it was. It's kind of a weird takeout. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It could have it could have really got out of hand fast. Yeah. I mean, like you have those how the hell do you have four turnovers to win a football game? I mean <laughs> it's like, unbelievable. That is by really, eleven
1: points. Like yeah, it wasn't yeah. even close. Yeah. yeah, but really by eighteen points. Yeah, or seven whatever. Yeah. You know, it was like that was a twenty one to three game where that last touchdown they scored with thirty seconds left. It's like great. Awesome. Classic yeah. Sam Bradford Mazel. You yeah.
0: Know? <laughs> yeah. Well, and that was the thing too, because they were they uh,
1: thrown it to Savon Diggs for me, but whatever. No. Kyle Rudolph. There
0: were there were some points where on those drives you know Vikings drove down the field a couple of times and you're just like ah oh, man all right here's where Sam Bradford throws the one ball that scores a touchdown or yep. whatever i mean it just didn't didn't have it at all today throwing a, you know throwing an open grass missing missing yeah. real bad like they, it was it God, was and of, Credit it, to d like the C fourth down stop yeah. the
1: d just stepped up in big spots and stepped up when the field shrunk really good red zone d today from the, you know obviously the turnover on the early in the game the big fourth down stop
0: third down stop before that I thought the D really stepped up when the field shortened there. And I want to get back to that, too, because, you know, I I, I I think it's imperative that this is the type of defense where, okay, we've seen now you can't just rely on the front four for the pre, you know for the pressure all the time. Uh, and even because I'm not, you know, you can say, again, you can say whatever you want about, you know, Brandon Graham, Vinny Curry had it in kind and all the great games. Those are backups. Those are career backups that they went up against. But when the pressure came on, like, there needs to be that in the game plan at all times. The the the, the ability, because of McLeod's range, because of Jenkins' yes. range, because you can disguise those things and, and really get on after him. Did, does Jim Shorts finally go, okay, there's going to be a mix of both in, in every single game going forward here?
2: I hope so. I, I understand what Jim's saying when he says he doesn't want to blitz constantly every game. He doesn't want to be blitz happy. Like, it makes sense. You know, your corners are a weakness. So if those blitzes don't work, you are really susceptible on the back end. But when you're bringing that talent on a blitz, odds are good it's going to work. And we saw that today. You have really good pass rushers. So just trust them to make plays don't blitz every play obviously but just find a good balance that's yeah. all and yeah and i think they did that today i think that was really good we see that going forward
1: and i think the fact that the rundy played so well is what helped so much you know every last week's like why is not why is he blitzing why isn't he blitzing it's cuz they're getting gashed every play yeah, you keep yeah. exactly. blitzing when you're not stopping the run at all so i think the fact that the rundy stepped up kind of allowed him to be a little bit more creative with that stuff
0: yeah and that was that was huge and you you know you could it's funny too cuz coming into this thing it was like well you know, no, and it was funny because the Daily Norseman or whoever whoever it was that was doing five questions this week, I think with you was saying, "Let's like, oh yeah, they're they're actually the offense is a lot better without Adrian Peterson." It's like, well, yeah, he told yeah. me, yeah, well, he said that. I was like,
1: ah. and, and McKinnon ah. McKinnon being in and out did hurt them. He is somewhat dynamic, but it was still, I mean, that offense you could see lacked yes. lack. Oh, sound familiar? Lacked explosive, you know, yes. dynamic yes. players. I wonder what that's like. No yeah. clue. <laughs> and, and and that's a,
0: and that's the thing too. It's just like you, you when you when they're absolute. I mean, other than the third and thirteen, Matt Asiata twenty nine yard play, which you're just like, ugh. Um, it just happens. Yeah, it just happens. And even that and that was oh, was that down? And then they flipped on the other side and stopped them twice. We haven't yeah. gotten to that yet. Or what the hell was North Turner thinking? <laughs> I don't know. That was one so of so the. It's strangest... like you know, just yeah, yeah, It's third and one. Yeah, it's run, I understand you know, fourth and one go for it, absolutely, but it doing the, the same fucking thing like all right. It was really bad. It was, terrible. It was really yeah. bad. It was a horrendous decision.
1: Can I flip around to the uh a play call that was great? Was the Josh Huff kind of sweep around where Wentz almost just kind of like tossed it right to him. I thought yes. it was a terrific play call and you don't usually see that f- like, you know, when you see that kind of end around or toss it over or whatever, you rarely see like almost just like kind of like a push pass, you mm-hmm. know, and it, and I thought that play was really creative on Doug's side. We saw a lot of creativity from Doug today and, and intelligence of, of feeling the game well. We, he got a lot of crap the last couple of weeks and deservedly so. I think that was one of the nicest things about today was to see his turnaround and him kind of bounce back as well.
0: Yeah. And to finally like, you know, and, and he, he didn't try to do anything crazy. I mean, there was... Uh, there was one downfield shot, which, oh, yeah, was back and forth on whether that was DGB <laughs> tripping over himself or if that was a flag. Oh, it was a hey, Uh Was that Aguilor? That yeah, was it was Aguilar. and it was. I he can't did not remember. You're talking about – The left the... hand oh, no, – When coming down the left hand side. I thought that
1: yeah. was
2: DGB also.
1: There might there were two. Well, the early – the first one was Aguilar. Aguilor did get
0: held for that sure. One. Yeah, that one. Yeah, that first, shot, so the were, okay. one, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was a deep shot. The first one. Okay, yeah, And then
1: there was the DGB one, which that looked like it could have been as well there.
0: Yeah, I think – I actually think they got their – the the, I, I, the refs did did okay today. You they know? did. Like, man. They let them play. They did. It was, was really. It
1: me. was nice to see, especially after what we've seen and and last week. You know, fair enough. You know, they missed some calls, whatever. But uh, you know, obviously after Morelli, it was really nice to see a football game. And we've talked about that. How these flags have constantly hindered our enjoyment of of just football on the whole, much less screwing your team, whatever. It was really nice to watch a football game that had some flow today.
0: Well, and sticking with that, Even I mean... Even for a crappy game, obviously. Eagles, you know, whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah, because you pile in four sloppy. turnovers, and then you get you start getting bad calls, or like you yes. know they just become undisciplined. But I don't have the numbers in front of me, but to my recollection, that was I think that was their lowest amount of penalties called on the Eagles this year? Probably. I think so, they or came in around somewhere close five. to it. Yeah, I was yeah. going to
1: say four or somewhere in there, so yeah, it had to be. I mean, they're coming off, what, uh, 13 and 14, so we'll yeah. take it. <laughs> it's kind of, a,
0: kind of amazing kind of what happens... Uh, going through there, yeah. I mean, coaching too. Yeah, exactly. Hey, uh, stop fucking holding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> kind of kidding out there. It's crazy because when you go through this, there, were, there wasn't a ton of, there's not a ton of highlights, and I don't want to, you know, everything else would just be kind of nitpicking here. So, I, I, I guess let's talk about Dallas and this this matchup. Yes, because why maybe, not? There's uh, there's this. Essence him, of, I mean, it's a Sunday night football. It's going to be under the lights. It's going to be in Dallas. You finally have. You know, Dak versus Wentz, and I'm sure that Is there's... Is that a, a
1: thing? I haven't heard any... Oh, yeah, uh, no, it's oh, Okay, d- good to know. By the Are way, rookies? Uh, not, <laughs> a, not a
0: lot of air yards in today's game, so... Not a uh, lot. You've got to have that going forward, but you look at these two things now, and it's just every... Uh, it seems like every time that the, the Dallas offensive line and the Eagles D-line get together, there's always this clash of narratives. Of just like, oh, look at what's happening. It's like, yeah, but, uh, you know, Dallas, every time they play the Eagles, uh-huh. it's a lot less. I am, like... Granted, uh, uh, the during the pre-draft process, we've been through this a billion times, so it's a big Zeke fan. He's good. Big, big Dak fan. He's They're good. there on the other side. They're good. I, I cannot wait, and I hope that they are up the same way that they are up against these Vikings. There's no doubt that they should be. That they just go in there and shut the shit and just <laughs> fucking end it right there. Just like, yep, nope, you have a ways to go, too, because you haven't played a good defense yet either that's what i'm hoping but it is going to be a, a much bigger challenge than i think anyone that they've faced thus far at least defense versus offense
2: see, i think that's a totally fair question i'm trying to think back in the the best defense the cowboys have faced i, mean, I the packers last it's got to be the packers defense and that's not that good of a defense especially compared to what we saw from jim schwartz today i think i mean look yeah zeke and deck are good they are deck substantially better than i thought he was going to be Zeke is exactly what I thought he was going to be, which is real freaking good, but I think this defense is going to be an awakening, especially if Benny's back. Like, Hopefully, they were trying to take it easy on him this week and say, look, just don't hurt yourself. Bring you back for next week. It's a big game. I don't know what their thinking was, but <laughs> if Benny's back for that game, the way this defensive line played today, that's going to be a, a, a wake-up call for Zeke and Deck. And
1: how about thinking about it this way? So, the Eagles have potentially the opportunity to go from first place in the division to tied for last when the Giants win that game to potentially back in first next yep. weekend in a calendar week. That's that's pretty yeah. wild, especially considering that there are a lot of wins within this division right now. This yeah. division's really good. Yeah. Every team has whoa, a don't whoa, win. Whoa,
0: whoa, <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. They have the best record of any division. This division is not good. And you just saw, I mean,. As a whole, yeah, sure. They're probably it's more competitive. Best it's division. Competitive. Hey, Eagles beat the
1: Vikings and the Steelers. That's two Super Bowl contenders, from what I know. <laughs> yeah, well,
0: hey, yeah, Landry Jones not helping. Uh, not helping. He's that bad. Right
1: I said that. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I said it. I said he's bad. <laughs> Listen to the fantasy bot.
0: <laughs> but so
1: that guy's bad at football.
0: Uh, Washington loses to Detroit in a in a in a great epic fashion today too. Utah, that was the, epic, by the way. Uh, uh, it's Jordan, what they do. Jordan Reed uh, gets taken out, and and I think I, the only two touchdowns I saw come across my screen was Kirk Cousins, or excuse me, Kirk Coupons, Coupons. running yeah. in for a touchdown. That did happen. Uh, and then to their backup, backup tight end also scored. Robert Kelly or somebody. He's like a that. running back. Oh, right. See, that's a. Oh, that's right. The other the, the other guy. So, okay, yeah. so and then that was, Stafford to Bolden. So uh that that made me feel a bit it <laughs> was great. Yes.
1: It was great. Though. It was 18 seconds. Left. It was one of those like daggers, you know, it was it was just like, yeah, put fuck, it in the NFL fuck films vault immediately.
0: And and that's what, yeah. So like okay, we know that the Detroit loss maybe doesn't feel so bad in those close games a year away. Washington, sure, divisional game, okay. You're starting to get this momentum back. But I, you know, I, I just think that in, you know, that Jesus, the freaking somebody stopped London from having football games. Yeah, it was terrible. It was it atrocious. It, was it makes
1: you, it's, it's, you have to fly over the freaking pond to play. I mean, this is a physical sport. It's tough enough for these guys to get ready to play in a week in fucking America. You're going to send them to another country and say, mess up your whole, you know, training, this, that. They're so habitual and say, oh, here you go, go play. It's, for it's not going to be good. Yeah, it's because yeah. it messes up your next week. Yeah, it's exactly. It's a terrible, it's not terrible thing. Going I'm really to glad work. the
2: Eagles didn't get it this, this yeah. season. That would have been a bummer. Yeah, even though John well, send them to London. Yes,
0: because I don't. I'm, I still think I'd take this London game over going to Seattle, That's then, which fair. is in a couple of weeks yes. two. So, we we'll, agree. But I, my, my point in all this is is just like I'm. You know, it, it maybe I was at fault too for hyping it up. I don't. I don't want to say this. This division is not necessarily. Wide open. I just don't. I don't see New York or Washington no. doing anything. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Th- that's why this is. This is uh, I, every divisional game is important. And yeah, and blah blah blah. But this is. This, I mean, it's like if they one. they win this one, then you start. They, it, it's a vast different. You were even saying this, Adam. It's vastly different. Four and three and five and two are are, are, are feel way way different going into yeah, this. Those
2: end. are whole different worlds, and I you know I totally agree. I I say the division's good because statistically it's pretty solid. Like everyone is a winner, but. There's it's this is a two horse race. Like let's be very clear. There are two teams here and then there are two other teams here and they are not in the same league. So the the scary part about the division is all teams are good enough that each divisional matchup you could lose. There's no just Cleveland Browns it up. Like no one loses to them. But it really is a two team. Like it's Carson and Deck, it's the Eagles and the Cowboys, which is why this is so exciting.
0: Dallas Week's gonna be a lot of fun. Well, yeah, and plus we get to watch uh, a bunch of the my favorite parts. We get to watch a bunch of red zone, and then oh yeah, hang out all day. Yeah, it's gonna be beautiful. It's Philly taco time, maybe. Uh, oh no, God no. Oh <laughs> yeah, so in. Uh, so I mean, the one thing that does the offensive line you're trying to stick that together. Now I I don't know. We don't know what's gonna happen with Peters. I'm gonna assume that's a. Hey, take it easy type that of was bicep the way injury. Felt. That's what he that's, said. Actually, okay, he good. said okay, he okay, said good. he it came felt out. felt that
1: way. I mean, he was standing on the sideline just watching the game, mm-hmm. hanging out. He that, said he came know, out so. to be fresh
0: for next week. Okay. Yeah. So nice. we uh I i wonder how yeah, I, I don't know. It was weird. Like I felt you feel you feel it kind of growing together a little bit, and I don't know if that's uh, you're gonna have to take that week by week and like, yeah, I'm gonna say, Oh, right. the offensive line looks good now. It was the it was the best defensive line that they faced. And they really came together, and then maybe next week against the Dallas, they get their asses handed to him. Like, I, I don't yeah. know I don't know how to feel about I
1: it. I think that's kind of it, John. We talked about it last week after the loss to Washington. We talked about it after the loss to Detroit and after the loss to Pittsburgh. It's a week-to-week league, as crazy as that is. I really think that any team can beat any other team, minus, of course, the Browns, as Adam pointed out. They suck. Especially with Chris Hogan playing quarterback. How about that, huh? <laughs> is that what but, happened today? Oh, yeah. Oh man, oh, they they Cody, Cody Kessler got hurt. He ran for like 100 yards. Cody Kessler got hurt, and then Chris Hogan Seven. But yeah, other than the Browns, you know, it, it really is uh, uh, the kind of league right now where there's no unbeatable team. You know, there's no one who in any situation can't lose. And, that makes it really interesting. Look, like we said, the Eagles just sandwiched Detroit and Washington losses with a win against the Steelers and a win against the undefeated yeah. best defense in football, Minnesota Vikings, coming off a bye. It's just it's crazy, man.
0: So I think the only fair thing to do is ask the NFL is if the Eagles can play home games for the rest of the yes, time. I'm they right? are a like, good don't, home team, my don't, friend. Uh, don't send them on the road. Uh, Joe Bryant, our good friend, checking in. Uh, question for the next BGNR uh, pod. Is it possible not to like Bo Allen? Bo Allen's so fun. It's impossible. The answer is, is no. It is it's just a no. Impossible. My
1: wife watching the game today was like, "I love him." With that, look at the ponytail. Oh, he is delightful. <laughs> oh, just, and he's giving it to charity. What a wonderful! Like she loved him. And he's, you know, such, he's such a likable guy. He's and a likable. He's a really nice guy too. He if is. you've been in the
2: locker room and talked to him, he's. I a was going to say during the during this week, I was in the locker room, and all of a sudden, people. He, he doesn't get big media scrums, especially during the week. Sure. Like maybe after a big game, but I think it was Wednesday, and his locker was just packed. And he just couldn't help from smiling because he doesn't do that. He just like kept laughing during his answers. And guys were walking by, like everyone likes Bo. He is a fun dude. He's got those commercials on TV where he puts on a small shirt and looks silly because he has a big stomach. Like he's fun. He's a fun dude from Minnesota. These, how can you not like him? Yeah,
0: like even walking through the locker room, he's. T- I mean, like he just has a towel on, and like somebody will stop him real quickly. Like, hey, Bo, I got a question for you. Yep, and he just kind of you know flips his hair. Oh, and just yeah, he goes, does uh, the hair flip. What's up? <laughs> yeah, like he doesn't care. He's very comfortable yeah. with like he really everybody. Is. It's all, and he it's always talks really awesome. to you too. He always yeah. has time for your questions, which a plus in my book. I agree, really uh, good dude. And the theme, I guess, just from from everything else that we heard, and I apologize. Where I, 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 we have a new recording apparatus where I'm doing things and trying to get quotes from everybody. So I think I'll put them all together, but I'll just. Uh, in a in a make separate a montage pod and make, a, make a little montage but Mon- you, ev- it's a montage every single defensive <laughs> player was chopping the wood today that was like <laughs> that's the thing every single quote was just Wasn't like a yeah, Jim Short, chopping the wood chopping where's, the wood we're getting in there we, trot gotta trot chop the we wood. need him you know yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. come on right just keep chopping the, the axe man is just sitting at home watching the game being like wait that's my
0: <laughs> thing man <laughs> and uh yeah i mean like it's it's just a you know, you really still feel like they're starting. I, I still feel like this team is trying to get to know one another a little mm-hmm, better. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Which makes sta- sense. And you're starting to finally see a lot of the, the rookies and everybody just kind of interacting. Probably, you know, you hear things. A lot of turn coaches and a lot yeah, of turnover, a lot of
1: you know, from last season. Like we said, it's a lot of new pieces. It Football is a sport that takes time for these guys to get to know how to play with each other. Cohesion,
0: continuity, all that stuff. It's huge. So I guess the best thing that I, I, I'm, I keep taking away from from this game, and actually uh, the uh, the next couple of games that are coming up, even some of the losses, is they still haven't played their best football yet, and uh, you hope that that uh, the one Andy trait that comes into Doug's blood is when it gets into the, to November and December. That's when it starts to ramp up and get there. Are are they starting to? Try and piece those things together, even though one week it's up, next week it's down.
2: Right. I think, especially, even like one week it's up for the defense and one week it's down for the offense, like it's very segmented. Like this week, we clearly saw what the defense can be, and it can be very good. And we saw that before, too. We saw that against the Steelers. I think with the Steelers, we saw like the ceiling, like everything went right. And if that's your ceiling, that's a pretty freaking good ceiling when you're beating the Steelers by 31. Yes. And so I think the goal now is just for Doug to figure out how to push the buttons to get back. To that level you don't need to be any better than that that was a really good football team I just think that is very hard to attain and I also think it's because you know teams have film now that was only week three no one knew what to expect from him he was still unfurling wrinkles in his offense now he has to find a way to make an offense that everyone kind of gets work and I think that's what we saw today was it's getting there you know it's kind of like shimmying into place like he'll get there eventually I just think the defense is a step ahead of the offense right now. Is
0: there anything that's going to completely limit that ceiling, at least offensively, that you see? It's just like, well, you're just you're just not going to be able to get. I, I, like we've been saying, like if the defense plays well, these guys are going to win. But is there at any point that you can see, like, actually, if they fix, if they have this one offensive wrinkle that works the majority of the time, they can go places. But is there is there a, a cap on what they can do this year?
1: Yeah, I think there is, mm-hmm. uh, and we've talked about it. Just when it comes to the weaponry that they have to work with, you know, I, I think. We've seen that the strength of this offense is the Sproles type stuff, you know, the inside stuff, the you know, the sweeps, the, the you know, the little flat passes, all that kind of stuff. But they they have trouble making things develop downfield. Their their guys have trouble getting open in those situations. So I think ultimately, if you're playing a team that can take that type of stuff away, or, or does a really good job of taking that type of stuff away, it's going to be difficult. So yeah, I think there's a ceiling on it, but at the same time, if the defense is playing that way, and if Carson is, in a sense, managing it well enough and not making mistakes, then I think they do have a chance uh, against pretty much anybody.
0: Yeah, Uh and a, a quick shout-out to our, our good friend Steph Driver over at uh, BSH Radio, so... Uh, when I say BSS, yes, B-S- you B-S- just ish. made it's a new. They're it's they're it's just... like the <laughs> German. They are the ish, yo. Yeah. Yeah. We don't make <laughs> podcasts. We make podcasts better. Bish. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, so isn't there
1: a John Tesh oh, yeah. I was gonna
0: say Besh, but it's oh, John gosh, Tesh. Yeah, same, same. Uh, so not really. So, ash, ash. sure. So we're gonna, <laughs> you know, ash, we're right. gonna go back home on Tuesday. That's where we're gonna be for our Bud Light Live series. We're gonna be at the Plumsteadville Pub. Uh, and we're heading up there. Last week, we we're in Bryn Mawr at the Grog. Steph jumped on the mic. Was just she like, sure you did. know what? I uh, I had Carson Wentz on my fantasy team. Had a couple other Eagles on she there. Totally did. It, I man. got rid of all of them because I think I bring them bad luck. So so far, so far so good, right? Just get rid of the Our all, advice to every Eagles fan out there is get every single... I mean, honestly, not that you need them on there. They put up garbage numbers today. Yeah. They're gonna yeah. Get they the defense, to their I guess. That might be, need...
2: I might be the key to the Dallas win then because I still have Carson riding my bench get, just, ooh, just ooh, in get case. Him. Get rid just, of him. <laughs> I got to get rid of him. He's not very good at fantasy.
0: So our message to everybody, because I think just, just on Steph's good juju and everybody else, I, I traded Jordan Matthews earlier yeah. this year. Looking like a genius right now, by the way. <laughs> Kyle Scott
1: called the exact you know, Kyle called the Scott game and called, called how it. many points on our WIB show. There Can't was a lot of good
0: it. juju heading into this week that kind of played out. Yeah, so so continue that. Uh, ditch uh, ditch all your Eagles players just you know, just, just to just keep burn keep, keep fantasy completely separate from Eagleville, and I think we're kinda be okay here. We're gonna I think we're gonna keep it nice and short because there's probably a lot to tackle going into Dallas week, and we got a lot of other shows that You will definitely hear us on, like I said, Tuesday. We'll be be out and about at the Plumsteadville uh, Pub. I keep wanting to say part. The bub. bub. Uh, That's uh, just north of 611 in Doylestown, uh, and we'll be updating you uh, along with that. Plus, uh, next Saturday, WIP show Dallas Week. Going to be a lot of fun. Adam, I'll take your final thoughts right now, sir. I think the Eagles are
2: going to be in first place in the nfc east after that? next weekend how about that i think they man. are they are going to be five and two and they're going to feel good about themselves and i i don't know if it's going to be pretty but i think the defense is going to
1: win another game for them chip kelly lost again real bad <laughs> did he what was the what was the 34 final score? to like, 17 the bucks win it uh, i just, man that is a rough spot out there it's it's uh, tough to watch that team play football, so I guess that's my final. I was trying to come up with a good random thought, and I couldn't come up. Westworld's on it. You guys like Westworld?
0: It's pretty good. Oh yeah, I, Get I've in heard on good things. I'm going to start that tonight. Pretty actually. entertaining. Oh, so that'll be my time. random
1: thought. Watch Westworld.
0: It's it's interesting. I've uh, heard good things. Uh, first of all, I want to say congratulations to James Zelter as uh, hey. he is uh, finally teaming up with his old broadcast partner Joe Camera, <laughs> and uh, he's going to be uh, the full time producer of the midday show right here on WIP. That actually starts. Monday morning, so he's uh his uh, he's gonna be a pretty busy man. <laughs> Thanks, folks. basically. So I'll
1: still be here doing this. That's all that matters.
0: Right? <laughs> uh, so uh, and that's uh, that's gonna do it for BGN Radio number one ninety-seven. Oh my God, we're three episodes away from two hundred. So that's pretty amazing. So maybe we'll have some uh, tricks. Maybe we won't. Uh, we've been trying to talk up a big game and uh, trying to get Carson Wentz on this pod, and we have done nothing since uh, having that thought and idea. <laughs> so, uh, Mr. Derek Boyko, uh, I'm going to write you a bunch of emails until that happens. But for myself, John Parchard, Mr. Adam Heron, and, of course, uh, uh, James Seltzer, we want to thank you for listening to BGN Radio number 197 right here on BleedingGreenNation.com and BGNRadio.com.
1: Suck it, Sammy Sleeves. Everything's coming up roses for Johnny.